Wherever you are around the world today, it's great you can be here with us. Every week we release what we call The Weekly. It comes out on a Sunday. It's, a, it's you might say, Sunday's daily devotional. It goes a little longer than the Monday to Friday daily devotionals. And therefore, we go just a little bit deeper. Uh, this week, it was on how to pray, how to have a prayer time within our life. This is something that I was taught and, and, I, and I got to hear from my mentors this same kind of topic over and over and over again over many years because developing the discipline of personal prayer is critically important. You'll remember in the previous daily devotional, we talked about that the church says to us that as we're preparing for the coming death and resurrection of Jesus uh, through the events of uh, Holy Week and Easter, uh, that we should do that in two ways, that we should do that through prayer, our, developing our conversation and listening to God and being present to God. And we should do that through acts of penance. What are acts of penance? Acts of penance are those things that we do that are outward expressions of the transformation we seek or have within our life. And so we engage in acts of penance. Now, in the weekly, I particularly talked about prayer. So I want to encourage you, go to brucedowns.org if you haven't seen it or thecatholicguide.com and I would encourage you to watch it right there. See, see, the thing that we learn about Jesus and about God, and we read it right through the Old Testament and the New Testament of the Bible, is that God is interested in our heart and in our activity. Now, I know I've talked about that, but it's something that we have to remember so much. I've been raised in the Catholic world, and uh, to be honest with you, it's very easy to fall into the trap of just keeping rules and you not being changed and them even being meaningless within you. And that's not what God wants from us. Have a look at this in the Bible. In, in Luke chapter 18, verse 9, Jesus told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and regarded others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, a religious leader, you might say, and the other a tax collector. So who was a tax collector? When the Romans conquered the world, what they would do is that they would appoint different people from the local people to collect the tax uh, that would be sent to Rome. And they would select someone who, for example, in the Jewish world, they select a Jew. And, and the deal to get the tax collector to be motivated is the tax collector could cream off the top uh, some of the funds that were being taken from other people. And so tax collectors were regarded as sinful people because they did more. They didn't do what they were required by the Roman law. They did more because they feathered their own nest. And so tax collectors were regarded as people who were sinful. Pharisees were regarded as these, well, should we say religious leaders, zealots, we might say, who were super keen to keep the law. Again, two men went up to, to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers. And then he looks at the tax collector and he says, or even this tax collector, I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. And so what he, and what the, tech, the, the Pharisee says is, I'm keeping the law, the rules of what it is to be part of the promise, uh, the chosen people, to be a Jew. He said, I'm keeping the rules. I'm keeping the rules of being part of the, uh, this people of yours. Verse 13 says, 
But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. The tax collector was saying, I know the wrong I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know it. I'm not worthy to even look at heaven. And what does Jesus say in response to these two men? Verse 14, I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, but all who humble themselves will be exalted. I tell you this, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. The tax collector went home justified. What's justified? Justified means to be right. He was in right standing with God. In other words, he'd been forgiven. He was right with God. Uh, and that's really what, what, the, the, what, what we've been talking about in the last few, few days of the daily devotionals. God is so intensely interested in our heart. It's so easy to keep the rules. I was raised a Catholic. I'm still a Catholic. And uh, if you know anything about the Catholic world, the Catholic world's got a lot of rules. And if you're not careful, what you can do is you can fall into the trap of keeping all of the rules and not concentrate on your relationship with God. And your actions at times can be hollow. You'll all know what I mean by that. It can be, I'm just keeping the rules, but it doesn't mean something to you. Whereas when we read the scriptures and we can read it right through the Old and New Testament, God is so interested with what's happening within. And so this sinful man, this tax collector, he is deemed to be right with God because he goes, God, you know me in my heart. I'm not worthy to look up to you. Where the tax collector was going, I keep all the rules, I keep all the rules, I keep all the rules. God is interested in our heart. Many of you in these first few days of Lent have written to me and you have said this, you don't know what I've done, Bruce. You don't know what I've done in my past. You don't know who I am. And I want to say this to you. No, I don't. But God does. And God looks at your heart and God looks at the entirety of your history And God sees all the moments of your life, the ones where you've been faithful and the ones where you've done the wrong thing. God's seen it all. And God says to you that if you will will seek out his mercy, his forgiveness, his understanding, that you are forgiven. Lent is about healing. Did you hear that? Lent is about the healing of us. Because for so many of us, We've made mistakes. We've fallen down. We've done the wrong thing. We feel far at times from God. But when God comes into our life, he heals, restores. And what did it say here? He justifies. He makes right again. So this Lent, there may be things in your life that you regret, you wish you hadn't done. This Lent is the time when you can forget about those for the rest of your life. Or you may not forget and forget the knowledge of them, but forget about them uh, in the sense of them having an impact on you because you are forgiven. You are forgiven. That is the forgiveness of God and the mercy of God. And that's what we find in Lent. God is interested in our heart 
Now, do not hear me saying that all the rules don't matter. I did not say that. Because to be honest with you, I find that the more I give my heart to God, all those things that are rules are things that I actually want to do. Right? So, so my prayer for you is that you would encounter the presence of God today. And that as you examine your heart, you know that you, you can come to God, you can ask His forgiveness, you are forgiven and you are set free. Uh, it's just amazing what God can do. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us. Allow us, God, to experience your mercy, knowing that you look at our heart, it does not turn you off us, but rather extends your mercy and your love all the more toward us. Lord God, may we allow ourselves this Lent to be lifted from where we've been, to experience healing in our mind and in our heart, to be the men and women that you are calling us to be. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Can I ask you to do this? Would you go into the comments section below, the community section below, and would you comment? Would you comment? Would you share maybe a little bit about what stood out to you? And the reason I ask that is that sometimes the process of sharing and, and thinking it through a little bit, just whatever that is within yourself, really cements it within our heart more deeply. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.